The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk a little bit about data and technology in a data tech episode of the MarTech Podcast. Joining us is David Finkelstein, who's the CEO of BDEX, which was established in 2014 as the first ever data exchange platform. BDEX is one of Inc. 5000's fastest growing private companies in the United States, combining hundreds of data sources in real time into one unique data infrastructure. Yesterday, David and I talked about generative AI's impact on ad tech, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how you can understand ad fraud. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with David Finkelstein, the CEO of BDEX. David, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Ben. Looking forward to another great conversation. Always excited to have you back on the podcast, excited to hear that you're not underwater, that you're back here doing our data tech episodes with us. For anybody who missed it, David has been MIA because unfortunately his house was hit by a flood from Hurricane Ian and he has survived, thrived, and is now helping us with our content. And David, yesterday we talked about how generative AI is impacting the ad tech world. And it's not just that it's chat GPT, but things like building lookalike audiences are now applicable to brands outside of the major tech platforms, Facebook, Google, Twitter, what have you. And that means that there's lots of different players that are using advanced technologies. It also means that some of the bad guys are getting more advanced. Let's talk a little bit about ad fraud today. Can you help me understand what is ad fraud? How do you recognize it? How do you make sure that it's not impacting your performance? So unfortunately, there are just so many different types of ad fraud today, and they span everywhere from your basic click fraud, fake clicks, which happens a lot on search platforms, to bots, which are basically typically programs or even AIs that are designed to try to simulate what a human would do on a website, and that includes clicking on an ad. And then there's these click farms themselves, which are literally just hundreds and hundreds of usually mobile devices with these little bots on them that are just there to click on ads. 
And then there's even been a lot of ad fraud in CTV these days. So there's been a lot of advertisers that have been moving to CTV because of the tremendous growth on the CTV side. But unfortunately, the more revenue that goes towards an advertising platform, the more the ad fraudsters kind of pop up. And so on the CTV side, There's been ads that have been generated essentially inside apps, even when people aren't watching their TV and their devices. That's one of the things that concerns me is not just ad fraud in traditional digital marketing channels, but it's starting to be pervasive across everything. I worry about podcasts. We have our podcast data. We have a new podcast we launched at the end of last year, the Rebrand Podcast. And in our second month, it generated 20,000 downloads. We're so thrilled. A thousand of them came from Iraq. Mm. I don't speak any language other than English, and neither does the host. And so I'm wondering, one twentieth of 5% of our traffic is coming from a country where we're not going to see a match of the language we're speaking with the language natively spoken. That, to me, is a sign that, okay, something might be going on here. When you get a little signal like that, or you've got questions about whether your data is authentic, what can you do to try to understand if you're a victim of ad fraud? The real victim here is the advertiser, right? I mean, they're the ones spending the money. So when I think about the podcasts, right, I'm thinking about, okay, well, what is the platform that someone might be listening to the podcast on? And so there's a lot of them. There's a lot of different podcast apps. And it's very possible that someone has created a podcast app or a version or is an affiliate of a podcast app that is getting paid for some revenue share, some percentage of the revenue of the advertising that's in the app. So now that person that is getting that revenue or that percentage of the revenue share, the more traffic they can generate, the more downloads and listens that they can generate, the more money that they're going to make. So unfortunately, that just opens up the opportunity for that fraud to exist. When it comes down to figuring out how do you detect the problem, you have a perfect example. You got to look at the data. That's what it really comes down to. And that's why in the past, there's been so much ad fraud that was completely not understood because most of the advertising platforms didn't give you access to the data. They just look and show you how many impressions you got, how many clicks you got, and that's it. So without digging deeper into the actual data and understanding where those impressions came from geographically or within what app or within what website or whatever it is, And being able to do that analysis, it's often very hard to detect whether that ad fraud even happened. So help me understand what can we do? I understand it's hard to detect what is ad fraud, what's authentic and what's not. What are some of the technologies out there to either protect yourself from the ad fraud happening or detect that it actually did happen? I think if you first want to detect, is it happening to you? You have to make sure you're working with, if you're an advertiser, you have to make sure that you're working with a platform that will give you that level of transparency that will either make some sort of guarantees as to the quality of the ads, where they're being displayed, and give you full transparency to that. And I'm talking about all the way down to the raw data files, which not a lot do. That's gonna be really important. The more money you're spending, the more important it becomes that you have that level of transparency. And if you don't have that level of transparency, then you have to look to where you're advertising. Who is the audience that you're advertising? And can you obtain that audience in a way that will guarantee that you're advertising to real people? So that comes down to where is the data coming from? Or where is the campaign actually running and being having, having actual access to that so that you can control who's actually seeing your ad? 
There's a little bit of a perverse incentive here, honestly, for guys like me. I create a podcast, I sell media, and this is absolutely not a practice of ours, but if there's ad fraud and it inflates the performance of our numbers, people are going to buy more stuff. We get paid for more. We get paid on a cost per impression. Explain to me, in terms that I hopefully already understand, why I shouldn't be excited about ad fraud as a media creator, as the actual publisher. That's a great point, and it's why it's been kept under wraps for so long. It's because it's not in the best interest of the publisher. It's not in the best interest of the ad platform itself that's driving the ads. The reality is their best interest is revenue. So unfortunately, ad fraud generates revenue for them. So there's never really been an incentive for a publisher or an advertising platform to say, hey, we're going to stop it. I mean, there's never been that incentive. The incentive has really only come more recently from the advertisers because over the years, performance has gone down because of the prevalence of ad fraud. More and more ad fraud means less and less performance on your ads and economic factors. We saw it at the beginning of COVID. Everyone started cutting budgets. Budgets got smaller and all of a sudden the advertisers were starting to say, well, hey, why are we spending so much money? Let's do a closer analysis on our performance. And the more they analyzed their performance, the more they said, hey, this isn't performing, so we're going to cut ads here, and we're going to cut ads there. You know, social media platforms got beat up. A lot of other ad tech platforms started getting beat up. Like, hey, the performance is not good. I'm going to reduce my ad campaigns. So now we've gotten to a point where advertisers are demanding better performance. And the only way that the ad platforms can actually deliver better performance is to start snuffing out this ad fraud. And so that's been part of our business. That's one of the things that we've helped ad platforms, some of the largest, like LiveRamp. We literally help them reduce the prevalence of fraudulent IDs, IDs linked to bots and click farms and things like that in their ID graph. That's a big part of our business is helping companies understand and find and detect fraudulent IDs, IDs that are linked to this, all kinds of ad fraud, and remove them so that they can literally, just by doing that, improve the performance of their advertisers' campaigns. Reality is, historically, publishers haven't had a reason to start fighting against ad fraud. A little bloat in your metrics might actually get you some business, but that's a short-term way of thinking. If you want to build a relationship with an advertiser, if you want to scale over time, you can't just sell them a bag of shit, a bill of goods. You got to actually deliver on business results that help the brand achieve their goals. And so as much as publishers might benefit from a little ad fraud here or there, the reality is that it ends up hurting their ROI, which means that they're not going to get continual predictable revenue. Ad fraud at the end of the day is bad for everyone. It is not just bad for the advertisers. It's bad for the long-term health of the publishers as well. Something that we should all be on the lookout for. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with David Finkelstein, the CEO of BDEX. If you'd like to get in touch with David, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is BDEX, that's B-D-E-X, or you can visit his company's website, which is BDEX.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.